0: New riff idea But but I don't
1: Thank you. Alright. Alright.
2: Get out of
1: here. Oh. Boy oh boy, there's some confusion in there. I walked in, people were standing everywhere. Some people were standing way far away, some people were standing close. But I got my drink. I uh, sort of cut in line, but didn't mean to. But she said it was okay. But the good news is I got my drink. And that's that. Hi. Friendly people. Uh, Actually, they're not. Okay, that's another adventure to Starbucks. Tune in next time.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to another episode of Inspirado Projecto Podcast. Oddcast, 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 oddcast. Some might call it Inspirado Cast. That's a good name. Imagine that. You're casting, you're casting the fishing pole. Inspirado Cast. You're casting it out there. You're baiting people with reflections. Of their of their own inner awesomeness, you're baiting them with that, you're going remember hearken back to the time of of these times where you had these major accomplishments that you're very excited about that 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 had to do exactly with your your passions and your talents and and diving in there to it, bringing your a game, showing up for it. Let's remember those and uh now, how do we grow that? How do we how do we bring that forth again? Because it can get easier and easier sometimes for people as they get older to get encrusted. They kind of grow barnacles on them throughout life, especially with holding grudges and stuff like that. It becomes a a, a life of surviving, of of figuring out what kind of flak jacket to wear, huh? So then before you know it there's just these these layers and layers and layers of of these things that are examples in our brains of maybe when we were excited about something then it didn't turn out the way that we imagined it to or we really wanted that thing and it fell fell through and so then we we stopped learning how to be excited about our imaginations basically stop being excited about the possibilities of these astounding circumstances evolving into our reality experience so we have counted in our brains all those times where things fell through and unfortunately sometimes that holds more weight we give some sort of value system to that as being the more important thing to think about all of our failures, all the times where we said bad, bad, Kurt oh, you did that wrong, oh, you screwed that one up Uh uh-oh, the whole team is dissatisfied with your choice uh oh, wrong, wrong. Colored outside of the lines again. Oh gosh, can't bl- can't believe you painted their skin green. What the heck are you thinking? <laughs> you know, you know, you just got these. It's uh, it's easy for a person to have all these cr- critics. Just ah. Well, what if we redefine those as just, you know, the suggestors? That would be interesting. We just start calling them suggestors. And uh, now when we think of their voices, and we think of the power behind. Um, you know the vibration of what what their word choices are. Instead of getting offended by it, we're just like, oh, how cute is that? Oh, the, oh, look how cute that is. You know, you just kind of disregard it. Um, what's interesting is bringing those those good vibes to the surface, thinking about those, thinking about those, and not thinking that it's too late to dive back into those things, reopen them, get get steam and momentum moving. Um, that's the crazy magic trick of the whole time, uh, of the whole thing. At least I've noticed in my reality experiences that by utilizing my current self as a, as a, you know, a, an avatar, sort of a, a player in the in the in the video game. The more I experiment with diving into creating the things I love doing, it seems like it opens up even more time for me, me to be able to get that thing done. The more, the more my heart is in it, the more my integrity and authenticity is the needle on the record. The more it's like that, wowzers. Time just opens up. Time just opens up. It's incredible. It's So interesting. So yeah, Inspirato Cast, <clears throat> putting that out there. Here's the bait. Hey, that's why I like talking to those Uber drivers. Finding out what are your passions, what are your talents, what do you like doing, what are some of your hobbies? What you know, what do you do outside of this job of being, you know, in this in this in this car? What are some of those things? So to remind them of that, and then implant some possibilities in their brains in, which, in ways in which they could utilize those talents. So ideally, what has happened now? is that that seed is growing in their brains and they're thinking about that, thinking about that. They might talk with somebody about that after they get get off work. Oh, you know, honey, I had this conversation with this uh, this crazy, whacked-out cosmic guy. Uh, all he wanted to talk about was synchronicities and uh, and all he wanted to talk about was uh, my passions and talents and I couldn't understand why he wanted so, so bad to, to know about these things um, and why he was so helpful in uh, giving me ideas and how to apply those things, but... Holy cow! I haven't thought about those things in a long time. I think I'm gonna, you know, I think I'm gonna pick up uh, writing again. I think I think I'm gonna go ahead and write you a poem. How cool would that be? Holy moly! And then he says, "Hey, hey, honey, remember, uh, remember you used to really like sewing a lot. You Used to really like sewing. Let's go break the that sewing kit out of the. Uh, let's go get that machine out of the garage. Let's start. Let's put something together here. You know, next thing you know, there's just this." Brrrr. Inspirato, buzzing, buzzing, bip-bopping, bleep-blooping around like uh, like a pinball machine. So we heard another fascinating forgotten tales there from our buddy John Garside, director of Max Neptune and the Menacing Squid. Please check out that, that film. We will get john Garside back on here i'll call him up actually we'll do a forgotten tales podcast thing. you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna i'm gonna call him up right now let's 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 test this out oh yeah it's working hey there Hello. oh this is so cool um Okay, so this is great, man. Okay, so, so, uh, so just so you at-home viewers uh, listening to Inspirato Project, we have John Garside here from Forgotten Tales, who's been, like, leaving lots of awesome little uh, sound giblets that I've been, in, uh, been weaving into this. And um, we also have Liam, uh, who is building robots. Is that correct, Liam?
3: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're completely wrong. <laughs> I'm uh,
3: uh, developing video games.
0: Oh, you're developing video games. Well, um, and how old are you, bud?
3: 13.
0: 13. So, what what video game are you currently uh, making? If you're if you're all right with we'll talking about it,
3: I'm making a game called Superman 16. It's a, a D-make of the uh, popular, and I say that with uh, air quotes, yeah. Superman 64.
1: Now wait, oh. now now explain what a D-make is,
3: Liam. It's it's like you remake. Remake it, but you make it so it's like it's sort of older.
1: So, in other words, I'm just going to help because, in case anyone out there is listening who uh, doesn't understand, like someone like me, see, Liam's already explained to me what it is. It's you take an old game, and what's funny or what's fun for these guys is to take an old game that was really horrible and make it worse. (laughs) (laughs) That's brilliant. Right? Am I, yeah, no, that's yeah. not
0: That's not wrong, right?
1: It is
3: sense. It's, it's yes and no. Okay. Well, and explain it a little more. So, Superman 64 was a Superman game, and basically Lex Luthor sent you to a digital world where you have to save your friends by flying through rings. And it, the controls were, like, absolutely horrible. And Everyone hated it. What are you doing to make it worse? I'm trying to... I'm making it 2D and you still fly through the rings and I'm trying to make
0: the controls even worse. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. I'm trying to make yeah. the controls even worse.
3: Yeah.
1: So what have you done to customize it?
3: Well, I'm just prototyping right now. All I have is graphics. But the controls I'm gonna make it just as bad so you know yeah, it's it's gonna be really delayed. So you press a button, and it waits a second, and then it does what you're trying to do. <laughs> yeah.
4: It's great.
1: So uh, so you you're talking about how you were making a sprite.
3: Oh, yes. Um, a sprite is like an image that is used in games, and you can move it around and change what it looks like.
0: Now, now Kurt, do you know what a sprite is on a video game? No, no. Is that similar to, like, a symbol that you make in Flash animation, well, for instance?
3: It, See, yes. in, oh. it's very. It's very similar.
0: See, and I, I didn't know any of
1: this, and so, you know, Liam, I hear about these things, and I, I'm learning. So uh, when I heard Sprite, I didn't know. He explained it to me. It's, it's basically the image of the character that you're playing. So yeah. in this case, it's Superman. Yeah,
3: a Sprite can be not just a character. It can be any image that's used in oh. a video game.
1: See, I'm learning
0: stuff all the time from him. So, Liam, so are what, you? What... Oh, I want to ask him real quick. What is? Are you doing anything crazy to like make the, the characters look
4: worse?
3: Yeah, it's simple, but I'm going to try to just look really like um, derpy, I guess, so they they look really stupid.
0: Are you doing anything to the colors to make it look even stranger?
3: No, the colors are going to stay the same.
0: Wow, how interesting. Now, do they have uh, – I imagine a good convention would be in the, if they probably got them already, but I um, I imagine it would be fun to set up a sort of a poor man's version of one of these, a convention of – what do you call it, D-Make? D-Make, yes. Why is it called D-Make? Do they have D-Make conventions? Oh yeah, yeah. Go on.
3: Uh, a D make is it's called a D make because it's a remake, but it's downgraded. Oh. <laughs> when I when you That's said D
1: make, I imagine the letter D
0: dash make, no. but it's D E make. Yes. I see. See <laughs> here. So, um, so okay. So do they have conventions or anything where these people get together and kind of show off their crazy D make games and people get to play them and no, stuff? No.
3: The only reason I'm making it right now is because there's these things called game jams. Where you have to make a game in a short amount of time, and there's right now there's a D Make Jam, and I'm making one. I'm making a game for it, and hopefully I will win a
0: prize. So, now, now they've just to just to be clear, are you saying that no one's ever done a an actual physical version of this where people can go there and show off their games no. and play them? Dude, we could be the pioneers of that. How cool that would, would that cool. be? Oh my God. And then you can help D make things with others. Like maybe you choose teams and stuff, you know, you, you get like a ticket and it's like, okay, these are your teammates today, you know? And, um, maybe you can, maybe there's like a list of like what, what, you know, you kind of, you, you cleverly call superpowers, which is basically what maybe person's interest lies in like maybe one person is really good with this kind of thing or a person is really good with that kind of thing you know so you sort of like you handpick your teams perhaps or you know maybe it's random and you all you all have to figure out okay now now you go into a lottery of like what game it is that you're going to demake um and then plus you got people over there showing off their versions of the demake made games now is it still copyrighted if you demake it is it still copyrighted, or is it your well, own your thing now? Well, your game is
3: not copyrighted, the code itself, but the images, it's, it's its sort of copyrighted. Like, Superman is an intellectual property, but the art of Superman is not. Yeah. But it's sort of...
0: Huh. It's hard to explain. So, in other words, you couldn't, like, sell copies of your crazy D-made game, right? I could sell it,
3: but I can't sell it if there's, um, like... Um, these are things that are stolen directly from Superman comics or whatever.
0: Oh, gotcha, gotcha, yeah.
1: gotcha. Is there another game you want to now No. This is one?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kurt, Just I was one.
1: telling him that he, he should try to, if he really wanted to make the game bad, he should try to incorporate the uh, character that Richard Pryor played in oh, Superman right. 3 somehow.
0: Oh my god, that'd be hilarious! <laughs> oh my god, maybe the final boss is that guy <laughs> unexpectedly.
1: Well, and, and all he's
0: doing is stealing one penny
1: from every transaction. Remember that? I think it oh, was the plot.
2: Really? Yeah, his whole thing is. That oh, that's he was right. Hacking,
1: that's right. Uh, A computer, a bank's computer, to steal one penny from every trans— or no, uh, it was a tenth of a penny
0: from every transaction, or something like that. Oh. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny you say that cuz I was just thinking about uh office oh, yes. space cuz they oh, do yeah, something yeah. similar like that in that that's right movie, they, they right? Even bring up superman Oh my god, that's hilarious. Oh my god, that's great. Cuz I was just thinking about that scene. I was thinking about that the other day and it's so it's so funny that you're bringing this up. Now, um Liam, are there now let's say okay with the, with this in this day and age with like all the crazy like graphics that are out there going on now I imagine it would be fun to demake one of these you know let's say the new Red Dead Redemption and you demake it and now you make it look pixelated like a, a <laughs> like a Super Mario's game or something I mean can, can, That's is what that possible is, too
3: or you take one of the newer games and you make it old. Oh, okay. But he he's oh, going gotcha, retro gotcha. and taking
1: an old uh, game I'm and demaking it. I'm
3: making it even older. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um oh, man. redemption will be a good game to
0: D-make. Yeah, it'd be fun just to see that that you know, really pixelated <laughs> Like like uh, <laughs> like D Make it to like Victorian era. <laughs> oh that would be great. Yeah. Right <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> So um, now Liam, do you now when can uh when can the world expect to see a Max Neptune the Menacing Squid video game made by you? When can people expect to know. see that? I might start the development on one of those.:
3: That's been an idea I've been playing with for a while, um, like
0: 3d games: I... God, that would be so fun. Oh my God, that would be so fun there's so many adventures that can happen within that universe and can you imagine if it was like a grand theft auto kind of red dead redemption type of style where you know there are consequences to your actions like we could actually have a bad max you know depending on the on the choices of the of the person playing him you know um or he ends up working for freaking dr agotch you know i mean that would be interesting you grow this um maybe you play as the characters or and in addition maybe you can play as just your own you know kind of character. Maybe, oh, maybe you choose the ASP. Maybe you go through the ASP and, like, there's those, like, training things going on. Um, like, I'm reminded in Red Dead Redemption, where they kind of show you how to target the, the birds while they're flying around. You know, like, how to target many things at once. Maybe there's that kind of thing going on in there. Yeah, um, great whole oh, man, imagine... Villains. Could... Dude, yeah, and then, dude, imagine we start incorporating virtual reality. Holy cow, we get Casey involved with the crazy virtual yeah. reality stuff. Oh my God! A virtual reality Max Neptune. Holy moly, that would be crazy too. You
1: know, what I've always thought would be a cool virtual reality thing is if we could. You know, we talk about. You know, everyone talks about time travel being impossible. Well, oh yeah. What if we were to? What if we we're? You know, Google Earth. What What if we could take old photographs of certain towns, and then uh, put them on a three D model, and then do virtual reality where we could walk around? Let's just say uh back in 1887 uh yeah using virtual reality and we just the simple name for this
0: vr would just be the time machine dude that would be awesome because then it it could redress the cars as horses as horses and carriages. well you you and um maybe you have the headphones on Built, oh my god! To, dude. Then, that would be incredible. You
1: know, certain, uh, certain shops in, in Whittier, we have photographs of the inside of those places, like, you know, like barber shops and pharmacies. And then would be map that wow. out to so walk into the uh, actual business. And I, whoa, I think dude, AI
3: would be really good for this because the AI would think about all these. We have like full 3D views of the current world, and it would take these only few pictures from the old, the olden days and it would take these pictures and it would think what would happen what how it went back
1: yeah
0: and it would reconstruct
1: that's right that'd be cool
0: god that would be that would be incredible god that would be so fun you know and then maybe there are some of them that are like so you actually see like uh uh you actually see uh all these different characters from like you got the forgotten tales mod where now you see <laughs> All, you know, you see a young workman walking through the through the streets and he, you know, tips his head to you or whatever. Yeah, you can go up um, and visit the electric. That would be yeah, – that's right, that's aim. right. Oh, that would be cool. Oh, yeah, you go up into the hills and you see the Electrodome so up there. You travel oh, to the God, correct be... time period, though.
1: You know, imagine oh, yeah. if you go way back to where dinosaurs are, you know, you could you could travel back to that, too. That would be easier to do than, than the buildings, actually, I think. Mm-hmm. You know. but see I, I think that would be a cool uh, virtual reality is to, to be able to to time travel just simply call it the time machine
0: yeah I mean gosh you know because you just imagine like how historic you you like instead of kids reading out of history books they're putting on this virtual reality they could actually go into those histories and see you know Abraham Lincoln giving the the Gettysburg address so to speak or well, um, it would be to Dan, be able to put on that
1: headset, although it may be dangerous, <laughs> there have to be a, a way to to navigate cars and things. Be able to put on that headset and walk down the actual street.
3: Well, I mean, phones phones have like the Google Cardboard, where you can just take the phone itself and it's VR. And
1: you put it on the mm-hmm. head. But imagine that walking down the actual street, walking down like again using Whittier as an example, walking down Greenleaf Avenue. And being, in Green, being on Greenleaf Avenue, but in 1887. Do that same thing in Hollywood. Yeah, Locked man. Down, uh, Hollywood Boulevard, 1928,
0: you know? Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I think it would be phenomenal. And I think it's, you know, it's just, uh, it's probably already being created. You know, like they always say, quote, they, unquote, always say that the military or whatnot has like, you know, 40 years ahead in the future. They, they've they got, their technology is that far. Basically, we're, the rest of us are 40 years behind, so to speak, or whatever. So if they're on that cutting edge, holy moly, if we can imagine it now, then certainly, then I bet you there's certainly someone who just has the the money, the know-how, the brains um, to put all that stuff together. Elon That's Musk. That's happening right now. How crazy <laughs> yeah. is that? Yeah. Jeez. Yes. Dude, before you know it, there'll be there'll be just robots moving out in the fields and it'll be people playing, you know, VR. They put the VR headsets on and they're sitting in some some air conditioned booth someplace and they're actually those soldiers, you know. So then there are going to be wars fought with these these ro- these remote controlled robots, so to speak. Um, it's crazy how it's moving in this direction. If so, if a nice guy like me can imagine that imagine what someone who is a ruthless warmonger would oh, think, right. you know. Oh boy. <laughs> I mean, you oh, know like holy cow. Terminators coming to life thing. and
1: you know all of a sudden our roomba's are starting to attack us in our sleep. That's right. Someone's attacking right. our
0: roomba's. Oh my god. Uh, all those teddy Ruxpins. <laughs> those
1: teddy Ruxpins coming to life and, and yeah, they all start waking all teddy up. <laughs> teddy Ruxpin with with its army of Furbies oh geez uh, for it where, would
3: like,
1: be. And attacking yeah or we're, we're yeah it's current, right. current uh artificial intelligent robots are uh attacking us and it's only like you know alexa furbies perhaps yeah a
0: drone. well holy cow i mean that that is such an interesting crazy thing i mean once because there's the there are those quantum computers, you know. Have you seen those any of those videos about the quantum no. computers?
1: What's a quantum?
0: There are very few of them out there in the world.
1: What's a quantum? And
0: computer? they're just it? like, well, the quantum What's computer. So okay, the very little I know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my paraphrased version of what I, what I was what I was seeing in this video was basically the quantum computer. Um, I guess our our computers right now only they only. Uh, it it, it resides its information or something in either the zero or the one, but the quantum computer utilizes both the zero and the one. So it's, it can think like so far ahead into the future, so far into the past, it can solve things so quickly. um, And it all comes down. It's like it's housed. It's like this little tiny microchip that's housed in this like very, very cold environment in this you know in this facility that's just got like all of these these like stacks and stacks of like not terabytes but whatever the the higher numbers are just up to the ceiling, What's that, Liam? you know Petabytes? i think so like the biggest you know and uh, these are the pet- all powering this quantum sorry but what? What'd like you say?
3: Peta, peta,
0: Oh, Peta. I'm sorry. I thought he said Peta.
3: Like, like Peta. Oh, I'm sorry. am sorry. Not peta.
0: That's my my. Oh. <laughs> so, so and so they're built by what animals? Because Peta sponsors yeah. it. Is that why? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so the this quantum computer, it's it's so smart and it's it knows like. I, I mean, it's, it just, it explodes my brain. And I think, okay, if, if we got these, like, um, I'm sure you've seen, oh gosh, what's her name? Sophia. Have you seen Sophia oh, yeah, talking?
2: She's
0: got, yeah. Like so the imagine. Head
3: is kind of like, you can see Did through
0: it in the thing? back. No. Yeah. Which I don't, which they only recently gave her a body. I'm so surprised they haven't fused those, those together in the past. So she finally has a body now. And, uh, I'm thinking, holy cow! If you put a quantum, uh, quantum computer brain into someone like Sophia, with a body, holy moly! Watch out, world! Watch out! Like that—that that would be the interesting thing to see how a a, a robot brain would. Think about if it even thinks about morality or ethics or anything like that. Just by looking at statistics with war, or statistics with peace, or statistics with you know art. We or better what make have sure you. that the edit, and edit the feature little... on Wikipedia
1: is locked down that <laughs> people
0: <can't>... That's right.
1: <laughs> that's where it's going to be pulling its data from. I noticed. Oh my god! Yeah, that's, that's right.
0: Oh, my God. It pulls it all from Wikipedia. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all of its information comes from Wikipedia. It, it doesn't double-check Snopes.
0: Yeah. It doesn't double-check no, no, Snopes. it doesn't fact-check
1: or anything. <laughs> it just awesome. is based all of it, its decision-making
0: off of memes that, that are posted on Facebook. Yes. That's it. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, Liam, I wanted to ask you. So you, you uh, tried on the Max Neptune helmet and just piece on? Oh, yes, I on... did. <laughs> That was so awesome, dude. I keep thinking about how cool that would be to have Young Max Neptune Adventures. I just keep thinking how kick ass that would be. And you, like, seeing you dressed in that, I'm like, oh, dude, this is awesome. He would be an awesome yeah. Young Max Neptune.
1: Now, one thing that that they had that you and Liam had in common was a sudden realization of what it's like to take that thing off the, the, the rubber chest. <laughs> I put it on.
3: Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Oh, no.
1: I can't well, get this off. No, hold on a second. It went on really easy, though, right? Yeah,
3: it was so easy to put on.
1: Oh yeah,
0: oh yeah, gentle. It was what so do you, nice and gentle. What do you remember like, oh, about yeah. taking the Max Neptune chest piece off? <laughs> well what, what's so funny is that it would like it would yank on my ears. My ears were the yeah. things that it, it was like a hard to fit around. My in ears, there. yeah, yeah. It was like ah, and uh, but it was so sturdy. I mean, it it was uh, it really took a beating that chest piece. And uh, uh, man, it's just. God, it was just so cool to see Nooch put that stuff together, and and then you and your dad, man, what you guys did with the with the helmet was oh, just yeah. awesome. Liam, did you did the yeah. uh, battery still work in that thing? Did those lights turn on? Wow. 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 Well, hey, you know what, Kurt, we got to cut this one short. We got to get
1: going, but thanks for talking to us.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so, um, so now I'll call you when you're uh, back at uh, yeah, let's, back at let's work. Talk again some uh, in a little while. Okay, cool. All right,
2: man. Take care. Good.
4: So my own imagination can conjure unlovely things if I dwell upon them, or the lovely things. But they can't be two gods. They can't be two creators. And if I can find that creator and identify him with my own wonderful human imagination that I can't pass the bump. I can't turn to anything and blame it for the things happening in my life. But I know that many of us are not discriminating, and when we see our own harvest, we don't recognize it. We can't conceive that we, in some strange manner, permitted these things to be entertained by us. But we did. It could not have come to pass in any other way. So if I believe it and accept it, well, then I will live by it. And then when I know what I want for anyone, and this goes for everything in this world, whether now at this very moment you desire happiness in marriage. You say, but there's no, not one person in my world that's eligible. I know no one. You don't have to know anyone. All you have to do is to decide within yourself what you want. Now what would you do if it were true? Would you wear a ring under one finger which would imply that Someone place it there, one that you admire. Well, then wear it there. Well. Don't wear a physical ring. Put it on just as though he had placed it there. And sleep feeling that which you are feeling as real. Don't say it's all imagination. Certainly it is, because all imagination is Christ. Therefore, it's all reality. So when you say, well, that's only my imagination. Well, you're just saying, well, that's only a thing called Christ. When you treat imagination that way. Is there anything in this world that wasn't first imagined? Name one thing or point out one thing in this world for me that is now considered to be real, that wasn't first only imagined. What is now proved was once only imagined. Therefore, this is a true statement. All things were made by him, and he is your own wonderful human imagination. All objective reality is solely produced through imagining. The clothes you wear, the chairs in which you are seated, this in which we are now placed, everything was once only imagined. Now tonight, find out exactly what you, not what they think you ought to want, what you want. Ask no one's permission. You don't need any man's permission. You don't need your own decision. What do I want? Now what would it be like if it were true? What would I feel like were it true? Now catch the mood and try to give that mood all the sensory vividness of reality, all the tones of reality, and then sleep in it just as though it were true. And then await the inevitable. The inevitable is you're going to resurrect it and objectify it on the screen of space. And then the world will call it real. And they may not believe you. It doesn't really matter. If you tell them it came to pass because you simply imagined it, now they'll point to the series of events that led up to it, and they will give credit to the bridge of incident across which you walk towards the fulfillment of that state, and they'll point out some physical thing that was the cause. Now the cause is invisible, for the cause is God, and God is invisible to mortal eye. Who knows what you're imagining?
0: What you just heard there was Neville Goddard talking about imagination. And uh now this.
1: To Inspirado Projecto
0: for more
4: fun facts. This is Robert from Twin Peaks, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Got a light.
0: All right, folks, we are back. You just heard the lap I think it was called Lap of Luxury by uh, Oingo Boingo. Now, I want to do a, a little uh, experiment here. I thought this would be great. Um, okay. Brian, if you could just play this however you want, and then uh, Mike, if you can read from your book, we're gonna we're gonna do the noise nutrition uh, experiment right now. Oh yeah, that's perfect. Here, we'll, we'll do this. So oh, that'll be great. Yes. So we're gonna have uh, Mike here read read from his his novel, from his novel, his best selling novel. No. And then uh, we're going to have Mr. Brian DeVille here uh, play some play some interesting noise things. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. you got a noise thing. Oh, that's oh, perfect. Oh, that's oh, cool. Play. Okay, so you play that thing, and then I'll play the harmonica. How about that? Oh, okay. Unless you want to do both. it's totally up to you. All right, so oh, Mike, if you can get close <laughs> to that microphone. Sure. And then we'll just sort of like a bee in a background kind of thing. Um, Beat. Oh, here. 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 So you can put... Play. Can I plug this in Just directly? It, uh, mate, uh, you know what? Things have changed since last time you were here. It doesn't do that stuff anymore. This is fun already. And strange. Hey. Next stranger than it used to be. Um, all right, so. Stranger. Oh, oh yeah, okay, so if you can
2: be as close to this Sure. If you wealth, you must have health. Rich person can be eligible for a poor person, and the healthy person might have better means than their wealth. products would have a strong influence on other industries, such as the bottling company who has ties also with the plastic industry and also would have ties with big oil and so on. For these companies, oh, all of these companies would want more goat urine to be sold for the name of profit. Why do people buy these types of products anyway? The smoke and mirrors effect is what makes these products more attractive. Look, mom, this goat urine has vitamins. Please, mom, will you buy it for me? What I see is a product of little value being fortified with a bunch of false hope to create maximum profits. Does this sound like today's breakfast cereal or what? How would we change this mentality? To change human nature is nearly impossible. People tend to see only the good in this world of illusion. Marketing people have, have had this knowledge and they prey on these tendencies. Now. What can be done about our environment? Does anyone care about the trash island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean? The size of Texas? We should since we created this problem and it needs to be cleaned up. Now. Will we stop using fossil fuel? The technology has been in existence. Ever since the first car was invented, however, these. There are fewer profits in electric cars compared to gas cars. So for the sake of profits, our bones now contain between a thousand and three thousand percent of the normal amounts of heavy metals such as lead and mercury in only 200 years of existence. Has anyone ever heard of autism and fibromyalgia? The CEOs have to realize that their children and grandchildren are just as unhealthy as the children living in the projects in Compton. These pollutants affect everyone. Big changes have to be made.
1: Well, I'll take a cheeseburger plain, just meat, cheese, ketchup, and mustard, I guess.
3: Okay, so you want a combo or a
1: a combo. Sure. W- with, uh, With, oh, heck, an extra large oh. Diet Coke.
3: Okay. Yeah. Anything
1: else? Uh, no, that'll do it. Okay. Is that for you? Uh, to go.
3: Okay, 9.41, you go through. You go.
1: How's your day going?
3: Really good, actually. Picked
2: up in the busyness. It was nice. Yeah? Yeah. How was your day?
1: Oh, it's busy. Busy. Good. Good. I'm actually talking to a friend right now who's doing a podcast. Oh, cool! I love podcasts.
2: Yeah. Hi, one moment, please. Yeah, I really like. Um, she said she has.
1: There's
2: this one, Welcome to Nightvale,
3: and then this other one that I like. Um, it's called Cereal.
1: Oh yeah, that Cereal. Yes, that's a good one. Have like you heard it. Have you heard S Town yet?
3: No. I haven't oh, heard
1: listen to S Town. It's a good one. Do you want a copy? Uh, no, that's okay. Okay, no problem. Get you your diet. I would say that I think uh All right. I'm just waiting one for my drink. Do you think in
3: cheeseburgers? One only ketchup and one with
0: grilled onions? Yeah. And uh fries Kurt, would you uh, like anything? Dude, that's awesome. That wild sound is <laughs> great, dude. <That's> the part. <laughs> And by the way, Night Vale is a phenomenal podcast. It's very much like a Twin Peaks kind of thing. Oh, man, it's awesome.
1: Yeah, my friend says he's listened to Night Vale also and thinks it's a, like Twin
0: Peaks. I'll have to listen to that one.
1: Excuse me. All right, I'm just getting a straw. So Night Vale, what's that
0: one about? Oh. It's it's uh It's kind of like... It takes place in a town, in a very, very, like, very surreal kind of town. And um, it's really interesting. It's almost, like, told from the point of view, or at least it used to be in, in the podcast I heard. It's told f- sort of, like, from the point of view of, like, the news that's coming through. Like, you're gali- getting sort of, like, the daily news uh, bulletin of the town of Nightville. And so it's oh. just telling you all this crazy information that's going on in the town. No, and, is, it, uh, is it
1: a fictional story?
0: Yeah, because it, it's like crazy, because it'll be like, it'll be like the, um, uh, the you know, m- more dragons have been seen in the sky, you know, it's been reported. Uh, and also unrelated in, in the news, more children have been missing, it, you know, so it'll just like have these really strange... Uh, pieces of information. You're going, what is it like to live in that town? It must be so weird. You know, there's all these weird things going on.
1: Is it a mystery so, you have to solve? I mean, is there something more to it? Like you're like, um, you're getting little, little snippets of, of little snapshots of the
0: city and you're like figuring out what's happening there or I think so. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think so. It's, you know, imagine like if Orson Wells met up with like the writers of onion. Um, okay. Th- it's like, That, you know, that kind of like, it's just such, it's such a straight deadpan humor that like, you're, you're just like, wow, this is so like, there's no irony in what's being said here. Like it's, but it's completely, it's completely science fiction, but it's like, um, man, it's just weird. You know, it's just so strange. Like, you know, Mrs. Wilson ran over more penguins today, you know, or whatever. (laughs) <laughs> Whatever <this is. laughs> she's being held in this mental institution again, you know, or something like that. And, uh, if you'd like to visit her, you know, there are donations being made now to this post office box, you know, it's, it's just really, Oh man, it's just so, so interesting. And so uh, it's a really cool one. So what,
1: what have we listened to on this podcast so far? So here, I'm, I'm guessing this interview wraps up your current podcast, right? Let's break down
0: the fourth wall Yeah.
1: This. so what have we already heard what have we
0: heard so far on this podcast oh oh so this one there was the interview with you you and Liam earlier now what I'm noticing on with Anchor is that sometimes it will and sometimes it won't let me rename a segment Uh, sometimes it will or sometimes it won't let me rename a segment and so just to let you know if it shows untitled you know, once I upload this, this, this podcast, if it shows untitled, one of those untitled is from, is basically the interview with you and Liam from earlier. I'm, I, I named it um, John and Liam interview, um, but it changed the name. So, so when I go to finally seal the deal, I think, I think when I go to publish it, I think it'll save it. But um, anyway, that's on there. Um, I also have some riffs. I've been playing more riffs. Um, I like it or, like, when you do that, by the it. way. I, I really enjoy thank that.
1: You. I enjoy looking at you jam you. out. It's cool, man. I think you need to keep oh, the, man. my two cents. Keep doing that sort of stuff. I love hearing that unfiltered, just here's what I'm going to do, uh, no apologies sort of stuff that you've been pulling. I, I dig it, man.
0: Dude, thank you, man, because I really want to highlight just the uh, – the, the process of creation. I really want to, you know, there's all that importance of be, being put on the genius, you know, the finished aspect of it. And that can, my, my dad and I were talking about that. We call it the paralysis of analysis. <laughs> and I'm sure it's a phrase that's out there. But, you know, you get, think about it too much. You're just paralyzed. Yes. You're not, you're overanalyzing it.
1: Overanalyzing um, is, is the worst possible thing we can do as creative people. That's yeah. where writer's block comes from.
0: Oh God. It's crazy. Cause it's like, it's, it's like, you know, the, there's the judges or the critics, so to speak, that, that critical eye that, that looks back through the information. Um, it's like, it's, it's like, inviting it into a party where it just doesn't belong. Like it's just not going to get along well with anybody else, you know? So you're like, okay, look, you have your own place. Okay. You critics, you have your own place. That's later. That's later, you know? So, (laughs) you know, first phase, let the kids get messy, let them stomp around in the puddles, let them, you know, get, you know, put their hands in the mud. Eventually they'll make mud pies
1: or mud castles. Right. Right. Figure out what the heck it is.
0: Yes. Yes. And then, you know, if the kid, you know, asks for help, like, oh, can you, you know, can you please carve in some windows into this thing? Or can you please make a moat? Can you chisel a moat? You know, then you're like, okay, cool. Let's go in there, you know, and then then we'll go in there for repairs. But um, it's crazy because too many times people try to be both the editor and the artist at the exact same time. I've always thought that the true or i should say the revelation struck me that doodling is actually the truest art form that there ever was because your mind is occupied that's your that's completely getting taken care of by talking to the person on the phone yeah, I was meanwhile gonna say, i find i do more artist- doodles on the phone yes because the other mind is not occupied there's there's no critic going oh that's the wrong way to do it oh don't do that it, it's almost like there's that, you've made a reserve, like you've resolved to just go, okay, this is a doodle. I'm just going to let it happen. And that's all that art wants to be. It just wants to be let, to be let happen. You know, it's just like, please let it. really me is too bad. We and, can't <laughs> doodle in the shower. You know that? Because I do a lot of thinking in that, in that shower. Oh man, dude. You know, it's so interesting that there is, um, I don't know. Maybe there's soap or like zinc, <laughs> zinc kind of soap that you can use to like draw like on I'm your like on like your shower wall like it's a whiteboard. There was, there was that soap
1: good. crayon that you could draw on the tile with.
0: Yeah. Yeah. More yeah. nice. that, dude. That'd be awesome.
1: Oh, on that's my order. I oh my god. Pick up my order. Here we go. Thank you.
0: Ask the girl if she's ever heard of Inspirato Projecto. Podcast. Oh,
1: she's not there now. Now she's, she's working the drive through window now. Oh, she's been replaced. She's a, oh. uh, uh, she wears many hats, many, uh, I guess there are many mm. visors, actually. They're just the visor. <laughs> yeah. Many
0: visors. <laughs> many visors. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, um. Uh, so I think it's awesome that we got we got Liam talking about, you know, this oh, this crazy genre. Oh, he loves it,
1: man. He loves this, this video games. He 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 spends you know, there's so many kids that spend all day playing video games. And he's up there it's probably in a health, an unhealthy amount of time <laughs> at some points. But he's in front of that computer and he's you know, I'm proud of him because it's not he's not just He's not just playing video games, he's he's interested in how they work. And that's really why I think he's into video games. Is it's not it's not necessarily because he wants to beat the game, it's because he wants to figure out how it was made. And that I, I can get behind I
0: admire that. Cause
1: you know, that Man. process
0: too yeah man i mean you got to design this whole background i mean that just stuff just baffles me the The entire world in some cases oh geez oh man especially like the world of warcraft stuff like it's it's man all the little details that are in there when you look at some of these video games and you go holy cow there were there were 3d artists who specifically made this rock out in this desert look this specific way they specifically placed this bush yeah. here. They specifically made that coyote run across at that spot. You know, they Plus, <laughs> I, you know, so it really, you know, whoa. I think it's the history buff in me that really would love to see
1: a, a video game. Well, I don't, even, I don't even know if you can call it a video game. It'd be something where you can just walk around a town. It'd be like Grand Theft Auto, but without you know having to go shoot people. You just walk freely through a town. But I would really like to see. Like an old town, like, like based on reality that you can like explore, you know,
0: dude, imagine too. now you wrap into that sort of a storyline. So then in a sense, you kind of make it a real life video game, but not a harmful one. You know, something where it's like you like everyone who's playing that game. Yeah. You got advisors on, you know, and you're like, like you said, like way back in the day, maybe it turns into a detective kind of thing or something, you know? So you got to go up to someone, get information from them. You yeah, know, like there's true thing that on, happened uh, in the past, like a real thing. In yeah, you,
1: in, in order to find out what happened, you got to like, you know, or, or even better yet, let's say you discover a historical story. Like I occasionally do. Then uh, you can input that story so that other people can relive it. So now, you know, on oh, this date, the electrodome was turned on. Well, now you can go up to the hill and witness it if you go to that certain time.
0: Whoa, whoa. Time machine, man. You know what's so funny? I've come to realize that every si- single thing that we can imagine right now can absolutely oh, be done. I've, I've been proven so many times right. You know it's so funny because like all this stuff we're saying right now is completely like like it'll be a complete no brainer to many people out there who already know how to do this. They're like, oh yeah, yeah. I well, we're talking about that. right now. Fifty <laughs> like, years
1: from now, kids will be able to do this with you know some pocket device that they bought at
0: a toy store for twenty five ninety five or something. You know. Oh my God! Yeah, like when you saw the evolution of i I was beside myself when I first saw digital cameras at Toys R Us for oh, kids, my, and I'm like, yes. what? Like, what? How do you make it that inexpensive? I mean, to go from, you know, thousands of dollars to then, you know, to this little miniaturized. Okay, now there's a, a camera in, you know, in Barbie and Ken's foreheads, <laughs> you know, now. And they can, they can report their like, oh, hey, now, what's going on? You now know, the government can spy on our so,
1: children through Barbie and Ken. Yeah, right, exactly. All of a sudden, everyone's got tape on Barbie and Ken's forehead. Oh, my God, dude. Oh,
0: yeah. Dude, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> the tape on their forehead. You know, oh man. Well, I'm back at work. That's I've great. got my lunch. I've got
1: work to do, so I better go in. And it looks like we're at 13 minutes on this uh, this
0: this here interview. Oh, that. Oh, that's but, good. But uh, thanks for having me on your show, man. You're welcome. Um, can I just get a close up sound of the of the bags? Like, I assume you're you've you got your food with you, right? Oh yeah. Can I hear the? Oh yeah. Mmm. That is good. Mmm. smells good. Yeah. I can smell the fries. Mmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> here, you want You want a close-up sound of me chomping on a fry? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, please. On, let me, I have to dig in my bag here. Get a crispy one because you want to... Here we go. Here we go. Mmm. Hold on. Let me do that again. <laughs> Mainly because it's good. Hold on. Mmm. Oh, man. I better do that one more time. Crunchy. Here we go. This is a good crunchy one. Right, that was a soggy side, hon. Here we go. Mmm, so good. Crunchy, licious Oh, so good.
0: crunchy delicious. Ay, okay. ay, ay. That is good. <laughs> Holy cow! I could tell it. There are a lot of peaks and valleys in those. Oh, very good. Oh, yeah, you can you can see those, huh?
1: <laughs> you can hear those. Yeah, yeah They really. Are. Yeah. They're crisp cut. I can see the edge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to do this more often, Kurt, because I really, you and I have some fun conversations. I don't know if anyone else wants to hear them. I don't care, but it's fun for me. Right. I don't know if it's fun for you, but it's fun for me to know that we're documenting some of this uh, stuff. And I think it can only get more oh, absurd yeah. and fun in the future.
0: Oh, God, I agree, dude. Well, thank you so much for being there and, and sharing your fries. Hell us. Yeah. All right. I'll, <laughs> I'll make sure to call you again later. Right, Fry you later. All right.